UK Motor Talk at the Goodwood Festival of Speed 2023. Well, I'm standing in the porchway of Goodwood House. Graham Venge. And it is wet, but larger than ever, the Festival of Speed, the 30th year. It's also my 30th year. Yes, I've been to every one, and I think almost every day of every one. But this year, yeah, I've often called it a... Uh, a place of legends. Well, that remains true. There are many legends here. We hope to be talking to a few of them over the course of the weekend. But for this morning, I think I'd like to concentrate on the fact that there are many, many celebrations, historic events being celebrated here over this weekend. Yes, it's the 30th Festival of Speed, but also it's the 75th anniversary of motorsport at Goodwood, both at the house and obviously on the circuit. It's also, let's see, it's 100 years of Le Mans that's being celebrated here. It's 75 years of Porsche. It's 60 years of Lotus. It's 50 years of NASCAR. And there are probably others. There are many, many other celebrations being held here. And I hope to uh, bring you a flavour of those over the course of the next couple of days. Front of the house in its usual position, the latest masterpiece from uh, Jerry Judah, who's a sort of Leonardo da Vinci of uh, the 21st and 20th century, because he produces these extraordinary artistic and engineering spectaculars this one celebrating 75 years of Porsche by, well, putting them up in the air. Quite spectacular. Well, one of the cars that I was really uh, hoping to see, and uh, I've just spied as they're putting it away, uh, mentioned on the side racing for Ken Block. This is the Audi Hoonitron, yes. which Audi developed jointly with Ken. Ken sadly no longer with us, but yes. uh, did Ken see this car in action? Yes, he drove it. Bastian Rosenauer of Audi Sport. He did drive it. Yes, yes. Last year uh, we filmed a video with him. It's called Electricana. It was filmed in Las Vegas right. at night. And um, yeah, so this was the last car he was yeah driving yeah i mean a spectacular driver you've got tom christensen yes. driving it this weekend is he enjoying it yes he enjoys it for him it's uh, very different to what he is used to drive it's uh, for him it's also great fun because usually he is not allowed to um to slide or to to, to yeah to drift because he has to protect the tires but on our car, uh, it's the opposite, so it's really fun for him. I mean, it's a wonderful looking car. It's, it really is a state of the art, but then I don't think we'd expect any less from Audi Sport. Yes, absolutely. And uh, because there is no reglement for this type of car, yeah. we, uh, it's like an engineering playground. So we could really um, yeah, do things that we usually can't do. So for example, when you look in the interior, you see that everything is open, you can see every wire, every cable, everything and we wanted to show on this car um, our skills and our craftsmanship also. So it's also from the mechanics and the electricians and the engineers, they all could show their skills in this car. And it's continually being developed? Yeah, we still work on it, we still improve it a little bit, 
But yeah, you know, uh, it will not be used again for a huge film production like Electricana. But we, in January, when uh, we got the message about uh, Ken's death, we didn't know what to do and it was a big shock for us, yes. And, um, but we, we are aware and we are in contact with the family and they said, no, yeah, Ken would never want you to put a car now in the museum and do nothing with it. He, he wants you to continue and we are really happy that we can still show the car to the public and also in action. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful tribute to Ken and, uh, well, and to Audi and, and what Audi is capable of. Thank you very yeah. much, Bastian. One of the great features of uh, Festival of Speed has always been the auction, yes, right from day one. And there are some incredibly high-value cars go through this auction every year. We've just walked in past the Gold Leaf Team Lotus, probably one of the most famous and iconic F1 cars of all time, which is not actually being sold here. It's being sold uh, in Abu Dhabi shortly, but it's here on display. But what is being sold here and is... Uh, likely to fetch well the estimates are three to four million pounds this is the only one this is a 2007 Koenigsegg CC GT GT1 competition coupe to say three to four million sterling expected it is absolutely unique built for a race series which never happened well we heard that story before and um, subsequently some historic race series have said well it was built for that so um, we will allow it in so you may find this will turn up on a track somewhere or it'll go into a museum or it'll be somebody's very very expensive track car but it's a wonderful looking motor car another very important car a car with a number of legends attached because this is the ex-Peter Sellers 1961 Aston Martin DB4 GT Coupe famously in the, the Wrong Arm of the Law and if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie this was his robbery escape vehicle but uh, somebody is going to steal this today it's been upgraded in period very, very spectacular condition been looked after by uh, one of the country's leading experts and they're expecting between 2.2 and 2.6 million and I think, for me, this is uh, one of the best of the Aston Martins of that period. So it's the DB4 GT, and much as I'd love it, uh, I'm not quite in Peter Seller's price range, so I won't be putting my hands up for this one. They're just about to start up the uh, Williams Renault that uh, Jacques Villeneuve drove. So I just thought it might be nice to have a bit of, bit of sound while I'm waiting for Jamie. On the Williams stand with Jamie Chadwick. Jamie's just stepped out of a absolutely iconic uh, Williams, 
just things like denim, tag, mobile, Goodyear, Saudia particularly. So that pretty much defines this car. But Jamie, you've become very much now part of the Williams family. They seem to be looking after you really well. But first, you seem to be quite keen now on a live TV career after the British Grand Prix. I wouldn't say keen. Um, yeah, just nice to be back in the paddock, to be honest, back at Silverstone. Um, or you always want to be racing. Um, but second best to that is having the opportunity to still be there in and amongst it. And um, yeah, I, I did a little bit of TV work, which was fun. Um, like I said, not like driving, but still um, fun to be there and fun to see everyone. Future career development, perhaps? Oh, I don't know. I, I want to pursue the, the driving as long as I can, to be honest. But um, it's good because it's, it's all stuff that I'm interested in. I love the sport so much. So to be able to watch the sport and comment on the sport and that be what I was doing all weekend, it, it's not something that um, I thought was a bad thing. So you've just literally just come down from uh, a run up the hill in this uh, Williams Tag. Slippery out there? Yeah, loved it. I mean, I went very slow. Um, obviously not the best conditions. So just tried to get the noise up and uh, yeah, cruise up. But it was really fun. I drove this car a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, such a special car. Such a special um, weekend for Williams as a whole. And yeah, it's just really cool to be here. 800 Grand Prix competed in. That's quite extraordinary. Absolutely. And shows the history of, of the team and how iconic the team really is. So fantastic to um, yeah, be a small part of that and um, yeah, celebrate that this weekend as well. I've said it before, and uh, I remember saying this to Sir Frank when I interviewed him some years ago, that Williams seems to be very much a family. And even though there's some changes it still seems to be a nurturing family environment definitely I mean this is my fourth year now with the team and I really feel that it's a, an amazing team to be a part of um, I'm lucky they let me uh, jump in cars like this on days like today and have that experience as well so um, yeah very proud to be a part of the team and yeah hopefully long may it continue but you're also racing in the States at the moment correct yeah racing over in America which is yeah, a different experience with Andretti Autosports so um, that's a new challenge I'm loving it and uh, yeah, just excited to get back uh, to that. I know you're three times W Series champion. You've driven a lot of things. The American scene is very different. Very different. Uh, new things to contend with there. Uh, Oval, street tracks, uh, road courses. They're all very new. Um, but loving the challenge. It's, um, yeah, like I said, new to me, but something that I'm really enjoying and yeah, feel good about. And it motivates me to keep working hard and hopefully get, get further up with it. I mean, your prospect still is... Your desire is certainly still to get into a Formula One seat regularly. I mean, for sure, but there's a lot I need to achieve before that. So, um, yeah, this is the first step in Indy Next with, with Andretti. And, yeah, we keep plugging away and you see how we can get on. So how's the Indy going? Are you comfortable with it so far? Yeah, definitely comfortable. Um, just, yeah, getting up to speed is the main thing. It's, um, yeah, taking a bit of time to get up to speed. A um, bit longer than I would have liked, but... Yeah, comfortable in the car now, comfortable in the environment. Now just need to keep working hard and, yeah, hopefully the results will come. Well, thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope it dries up for you. Can You can unleash the car then. Me too. Thank you. Cheers. One of the all-time great collector's cars and right up there as the ultimate 1960s GT. Comes with great provenance, being the star of the movie Wrong Arm of the Law, and subsequently owned by its star, Peter Sellers. But as you'd expect, ladies and gentlemen, we do have interest already lodged, and I can open the bidding here at £1,600,000. £1,600,000. £1,650,000 with you.
1,650,000. By the bar. Stay by the bar, sir. 1,700,000. You might need a drink in a moment. 1,750,000. 1,750,000. 1,800,000. Thank you, Bid. Oh, 1,800,000. The DV4 GT. 1,850,000. 1,900,000. You have the bid, 1,900,000. I don't mind, 1,920,000, okay? 1,920,000. Next to you, so 1,950,000 if you wish. 1,920,000 here. 1,950,000 bid, if you wish. 1,980,000 bid. Well, you've positioned yourself for the glory bid, sir. Next is two million. Two million bid, thank you. At two million we have. At two million I have. Two million and 20,000. How are you gonna cope with that down here? Two million and 20,000. Don't give up on me, sir. Two million and 20,000. You sure? It's the only one I got today, sir. Two million and 20,000. You will miss it. At two million and 20,000, I will call it now at 2 million and 20. Bear warning, well done. 2 million 20,000, well done indeed. Well, this is a strange change in circumstances because Saturday it's been cancelled. The first time in 30 years they've had to cancel a day for whatever reason, but in this instance, because the wind is so bad. Now, I've found a very sheltered spot to uh, ruminate on this somewhat change of circumstances. You probably can hear a bit of wind, but not a lot of wind. But yesterday, it was gusty and torrential rain at times. I mean, everybody was very, very wet. We had a little bit of difficulty getting out of the car park last night. Apparently, from talking to colleagues, it got worse after we left and some people had to be pulled out by tractors. But let's look back to what we did see yesterday and what we were hoping to see today. The new Lotus hypercar, a quite extraordinary four-door, four-seater. Well, it's a sort of super SUV, I guess, but all electric. I did see it go up the hill yesterday in very, very difficult conditions. Uh, another advanced car, very advanced car, I was looking forward to seeing was the BMW hydrogen car. That brought back some memories because I briefly drove uh, a BMW hydrogen car. I think it was probably in the early 90s. There were a few or one or two being circulated for media people then to test drive. And I did with the strict instructions not to open the fuel flap and not to try and put anything in it. Very instructive to see that uh, they had taken their idea further. I've been championing hydrogen as the fuel of the future because I still believe that electric cars are only a step on the way. But... Let's enjoy what there is and let's enjoy many of the highlights. One of my personal highlights is a vehicle I've seen before, one of the earliest Grand Prix races, not the earliest, but one of the earliest here, a 1907 Monster Fiat, the Beast of Turin, which just spits fire all the way up the hill. Tricky driving in the conditions we had yesterday, but uh, a quite uh, extraordinary drive. Another one of the Kenblock cars, which was the Audi with all the wings on it. Wings that stop it, air brakes, basically. Quite extraordinary. I've said it before on many occasions that you could see the entire history of motorsport and almost the entire history of motoring in one day at the Festival of Speed. 
you'd have to move pretty fast to take it all in. The event is now so large from the supercar paddock which is probably a mile and a half away on the other side of the site cathedral which has got all the nascars and lots of the sports cars and race cars paddocks dotted all over the place oh and of course i should mention seeing the um, ferrari that won le mans this year quite spectacular to see Uh, Coming back to the auction, we did go back to the auction in the afternoon when the uh, cars were starting to be sold. And um, the Koenigsegg, it's been owned by one of the founders of the Koenigsegg company for most of this time. A stunning car. And that went for sale for a shade under three and a half million pounds, which is uh, pretty much bang on in the middle of uh, what they expected. But I can't imagine that, although it is a race car, that we're going to see it racing any time soon. I'm afraid I think that'll probably disappear into a museum. One of the uh, highlights of the weekend that uh, I think we looked forward to starting yesterday was uh, round one of the shootout, which will take place on the Sunday. Um, I did go and see the McMurty car, which is the current hill record holder, at uh, 39 seconds, or shade over 39 seconds, when you get to 39 seconds for 1.16 miles, who's counting in the tenths and hundreds? But just a shade over 39 seconds with Max Chilton driving. That was last year. I remember interviewing him just before the event. Didn't get to interview him afterwards. I couldn't get anywhere near him. But this year, uh, they don't, I think, intend to go for the shootout. Hot money is on the new McLaren hypercar. But nobody's seen it run yet, so we don't know. But also in the the shooter are things like the uh, Aston Martin Valkyrie and um, some some very, very exotic cars. It's a real oddball mixture if one looks through the list of those cars entered for it because you've got rally cars from Ford and Honda. You've got some British touring cars. You've got all kinds of things in there. And there's no classes as such. It's just to see who can set the fastest time up the hill. So um, we shall see. We won't know until the Sunday. But now uh, I'm going to take the rest of the day off and start to think when we get to the revival because it's not that long away. Early in September, definitely I'm going to be there. Trying to catch up with another lot of old friends among racers and more and more of the new generation of racers, newer to me. Some of you out there will know their names a lot better than I do, but, you know, I just like talking to people and... There is nowhere that you can talk to more people than the Festival of Speed and the Revival. They are both so accessible. Roll on Revival. UK Motorthorpe at the Goodwood Festival of Speed 2023 is a first-take media production 